Good evening, Mark Spector. You, uh, you seem to not be able to keep my name from your lips. Well, Mr. Spector, or would you, would you rather be called Mr. Grant or Mr. Lockley or even Mr. Knight? I thought it might be of convenience to you and to the loony listeners, if I may give my rebuttal. I don't owe you any goddamn money, you fucking nerd. Anyway, this is Count Dracula, and you are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Oh, what a music they make. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 249, and it is an idle chat, and what an idle chat it is. Uh, joining me on this adventure, basically are all you loonies, but uh, in the hot seats, we have both uh, Orion from We Are Venomaniacs, a huge Moon Knight fan. Orion, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be back. Yeah, I think last time we had you, it was the announcement, right, of, of the Moon Knight TV show, so... Um, it was, yeah. Yeah, very exciting to have you now for for our little discussion on a teaser uh, for the Moon Knight TV show, and of course, returning back in the seat. Oh, look, we may have a little surprise for you. For the time being, though, it is one half of the Velvet Drapes. Noel Looney Tunes, Noel. Right. <laughs> hey, buddy, how are you doing? You have to excuse my voice. I'm getting over a cold. Oh. So these velvety drapes are a little. See, Ryan, these drooped. are what these are what all the uh, everyone with with velvet velvet cords. They always make excuses, but they still sound they still sound mint. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, Noel is being very very honest there, modest. Uh, but yeah, we we may have another half of the velvet drapes. In oh, some we do, form. we do. We do. <laughs> anyway, loonies, as mentioned, this is an idle chat. Um, so what we're going to do is, my gosh, big news, the Disney Plus Day, it dropped uh, late last week, uh, and there was a fair bit going on. Uh, we'll be focusing in on the Moon Knight goodness. Um, I, I take it both of you have, have seen the, the teaser and such? Oh, numerous times now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't wait to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, only 30 seconds, I guess, so it's um, yeah, it doesn't take long to, to watch. Uh, of course, on the top of the show, at the top of the show, a big thank you to our Patroonies. All of you, thank you so much for committing and uh, contributing to the show, as well as our sponsors, Tombs and Lurk Music and Fringe Night. They are top-tier Patroonies. A big shout-out to Drew and Daniel there. And CLZ Comics from, by Collectors.com. <laughs> Um, I've pa- brainwashed you, right? Oh yeah, I'm pandering to the uh, to the the, <laughs> the mass audience, American audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, really good for your comic book database um, and collecting. Also, as well, Dreamland Comics, uh, the online store for all your back issue needs. 
Now, yeah, we're here, guys. We might as well jump straight into it. <clears throat> we got a... There's a lot of feedback, and not only feedback, but just general buzz in our community about the, the teaser trailer. Before we jump into actual loony feedback, which we'll use to bounce off, uh, I just want to get your, your raw first impressions and reactions. So start with uh, Orion. Like, what did you make of the 30 seconds you saw? So I kind of had the same nerdgasm kind of reaction <laughs> that I had for when the first Venom movie teaser was released. Nice. I like. You know, I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, it was. I mean, it's it's utter bliss, and I'm pretty sure as as soon as the series finally comes out, I'm watching it. I'm gonna be like how I was in the theaters when I watched both Venom One and Venom Two, awesome. where I could barely contain myself. I was smiling the entire time. And I was just having a blast. So yeah, that's that's just my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And how about you, Noel? I know that you uh, you shared with me. Just in the chat, like what what it meant to you, that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, it was <clears throat> it was just great to see. Um, I woke. I remember it was Disney Plus Day when I woke up and I started immediately checking all the Marvel and Disney social media, and then they started just showing logos for all the shows and the new shows coming up. And I was mm-hmm. like, Are we seriously only getting a fucking logo? <laughs> and then someone so and then I started seeing um stills, people were grabbing screenshots from it. And I was like, are they just releasing screenshots? What is happening here? And finally yeah. um um Adam from um comicbook.com was like, no, you've got to log into Disney Plus and it's just scroll to the end and you'll find it. Wow. <laughs> and uh so finally I watched the extended Hawkeye scene. It was like, okay, something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then as soon as that first shot came on, I was just like, whoa, yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> I was yeah. very, very excited. I literally kind of teared up at the sort of second um, little bit that comes in at the very end of that 13-minute oh. piece, nice. you know, when they show a bit of the costume and then Oscar Isaac's face. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's um, it's great. It's very exciting. It's got a lot of loonies excited. Uh, being in Australia, um, it. I was thinking whether I should just stay up all night because the time zones would would mean <laughs> that that's when it would happen. Um, but you know, I was asleep. Obviously, I woke up. Uh, obviously, chatting with you, Noel. Uh, scrolled through a bit, and uh, found yeah, found the, uh, you know, the footage, and it was great. So. Uh, yeah, really, I, I was really excited about it. it. It's surprising how, like, for just 30 seconds, there's so much we can kind of glean from it and speculate. Um, so truth be told, you speculate can't really... for sure. Yeah, you can't really say for sure this is what's going to happen, but it has got our tongues wagging. Um, so let's, I mean, let's go into it. If you don't mind, we've got a few from Instagram, Noel and Orion. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll use these to, for us to springboard our ideas and what we thought. Um, the first one, I've just got a shout out SK Metal. Uh, so what I did actually, I did put a shout out there to anyone who wanted to send in voicemail. I thought it'd be fun to hear everyone because, uh, one of the, yeah, we'd love it. Yeah, we love it. But also one of the issues <laughs> was the, the accent, which we'll get to, uh, that was in the <laughs> teaser. So I thought, oh, it'd be cool to listen to everyone's accents. But, um, <laughs> anyway, we've got a few written pieces here. Uh, SK Metal said, 
do you really want 10 minutes explosion of squee on voicemail? Uh, thank you, Mattel. Um, yeah, we would. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'd love it. <laughs> Sent it in. Um, second one, Marvel Gypsy <clears throat> said, it's dark, it's going to be an adventure, and I can tell he's going to a f- to fight with others and amongst himself due to his DID. This show is going to be a roller coaster, I feel like, and I can't wait to ride it. Um, can't wait to ride it as well. Gypsy, Marvel Gypsy, uh, Ryan, Noel, can you wait to ride it as well? <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 very much now a a veteran at waiting, mm. <laughs> considering the whole Venom thing and everything. So it's like I. I'm just happy that I live in this age where my comic book interests are all getting TV shows or movies there and everything. So it's like, I'm happy to wait. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I just hope I live long enough, usually. That's like, please just kind of live long enough to see <laughs> Matt Fraction's Hawkeye come to life. That's what I think. Oh, I'm alive. That's what I think. Just sometimes. one week left. I know. <laughs> and now with Moon Knight, it's like, I, this is something I would never in a million years when I was 10 years old. Yeah. thought I would see him, so I can wait. And you'd be surprised, you know, as well. I was thinking, oh, look, will I be 60 or 70 when they finally release, I don't know, Sleepwalker? <laughs> but then, like, you never know. You never know. I mean, gosh. The Shroud, Disney Plus. The Shroud, <laughs> exactly. Um, finally, just on Instagram, just to round out our Instagram feedback, Fell Void said, it really did not show much. At this point, all I could say for certain is that it will most likely feature the standard costume with a proper cowl and Mr. Knight, uh, and that Isaac looks confused a lot of the time. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more, though. I'm hoping for a palette uh, that's more fitting to the comic's coloration rather than this green vibe that it had going on, but that's my only complaint. Uh, thank you, Phil Void. Uh, what do you guys think of the, I guess, the saturation, the filters? Um, did that pose an issue, um, Noel? It seemed um, you can tell that some horror directors are working on some of these mm. yep. um, episodes because the uh, that seems to be sort of a modern kind of camera thing in sort of a you know modern horror film. I guess these guys make sort of more experimental, but it's easy to kind of make things look scary if everything's green. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Ryan, any any uh, thoughts on the color, the filtering? Honestly, no. Um... I'm not that huge of a um, of a film buff or anything, so when it comes to these choices for for coloration or saturation or anything like that, it's you know if it works, I like it. If it doesn't, I, you know it just doesn't for me. But um, like you know, mention the whole green tint and everything that that kind of goes back to um, how uh, in the Fellowship of the Ring for the Lord of the Rings series, um, it originally had a green tint, and for the uh, 4K release, they removed the green tint. Ah. I haven't yet seen the green t- I have not yet seen the 4K movie. And you say I'm you're not a waiting. film buff. Come on. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm like, I'm waiting to see how much of a difference it really makes to not have that green tint, so I, I can't really say, you know, if the green tint is working for Moon Knight or not, but... <laughs> I'll just have to mo- see what it looks like. <laughs> Most of the Marvel Universe is very bright. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if the costumes and stuff are sometimes toned down. I mean, a lot of people were complaining about um, Eternals being too dark. Yeah. And they, you know, say yeah. it looked like a Zack Snyder movie or something. And I was like, I agree. It should have looked more like 
Thor three just from the Kirby point mm-hmm. of view, but um, yeah, yeah, I think more people are maybe just used to MCU just seeming sort of bright and not. And these guys are kind of more guerrilla filmmakers, at least actually all three of the people mm. directing uh, work on very low budgets and have to use kind of tricks to make things look slicker. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't say it really. I didn't. Oh, I can't say I noticed. Or made an impact. For yeah, me, I didn't that, notice that, that filter. But <laughs> I mean, but having raised it, fell void. I mean, I can I can see it now. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, hopefully it will change. I mean, it, exactly as you say, Noel as well. It might be the horror vibe thereafter. Um, yeah, oh, I forgot to. We should have we should have started with this. I've dived straight into it. But again, for those that may not have have watched it, go watch it. The the link is going to be in the show notes. Um, so I might just quickly play. The thirty seconds of the the teaser now, Noel. Would you have that kind of lined up by any chance? I uh, do. Let's see if it works. <clears throat> All right. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. The voice. And that's that. Yeah. So very quick. Um, as you see, there's only a little bit of dialogue here and there. Uh, we'll get to. Oh, we might as well talk about it now because because you've probably heard it, <laughs> there, listeners. Uh, <laughs> one of the things, the accent. I want to hear what everyone thinks of the accent. So. Um, Orion. Uh, I'll, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. No. Well, I was just gonna give my first. But I'd like to hear what Orion thinks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, accent-wise, um, I tend to be very forgiving of film adaptations of my favorite characters and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when you look at Tom Hardy and his accent for Venom, it is kind of a bit over the top and it's really strange. But I was very forgiving of it, and now it is kind of like something that I hear in my head a lot of times when I'm reading Eddie Brock's dialogue. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to be very forgiving right now of uh, Oscar Isaac's accent on Moon Knight, and I've seen people talk about how um, perhaps he will have different accents for his different uh, alters, mm. um, which would be very interesting, but... Um, I wouldn't mind if this is going to be his uh, main accent. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the same as well. It's. Uh, I'm sorry, Noel. Um, what did you make of the? No, go ahead, Ray. Okay, I, I was just about to say, <clears throat> as far as accents go, before hearing Oscar Isaac's one, um, I always thought like Jake Lockley would have like a kind of a rougher American accent, um, and just Stephen Grant would have a, like obviously a, a posher accent and mark just be somewhere in the middle i never really thought there would be different nationalities of accents but i don't know it kind of it did throw me um i won't lie but it's something that i guess you'd gradually get used to as you watch the series um i don't think i really like the oh go go ahead oh no i just say i don't think it's a deal breaker but yeah okay yeah yeah not for me at all i really like the idea of something they can't really do in the comic books is accents unless it's like you know doing frenchy when it's very over the top yeah. spellings and stuff um 
you can't rarely do they put in brackets like speaking in French accent. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so using it's great about moving pictures is you can kind of use the sound that goes with them and to get different. I think it was a cool kind of creative idea if that's where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people have at first people were saying that they thought that was maybe Stephen Grant's voice. And I thought that too. And then mm. it made more sense to me thinking about it. actually that could be his voice for Jake Lockley. I yeah. don't, I think Mark, I think they're going to keep Mark to be an American. Yes. But every shot, someone had pointed out that every shot we see where there's kind of a context clue of where they are, they are clearly in London. Yeah. Yep. So maybe Jake Lockley is a, you know, an English cabbie. And that's one of his. Yeah, that's Alters is 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 that, and then Mark is Chicago, and who knows what Stephen. I just think it's a cool creative idea to mix that up. And it, some Lena had pointed out, uh, our, one of our uh, members of Into the Night, uh, who has is part of a DID system, and said actually it's not unusual at all for yes. different alters to have different accents. So I thought I was like, well, all right, that's <laughs> that's our local authority on the matter. I'll go with that. Yeah, now that that's fair. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, I guess expectations. Uh, Jake Lockley, that I thought, because again, it was raising Bemis and all that. How Jake was a bit, bit more of the closer to the actual Moon Knight persona, like uh, violent, um, and just mm-hmm. that English accent seemed. Uh, it sounded a little meek. meek. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. Uh, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, a little comment here from Mario Di Giacomo. From our Facebook page, he did say, as I said before, I wonder if the, the real reason for the British accent is that of the Jake persona. I'm also pretty sure that scene where he's beating on someone is the same uh, as the leaked costume pick, just better lit. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you, Mario. So, yeah, he, he raised that up uh, as well about the British accent. And, Noel, I think we do have something from Mario by way of voicemail. I wonder if we can jump to that. Oh, sure. I just have to find it. Oh, yep, here he is. Okay, let's give this a try. This is Mario Giacomo, and as requested, here's my thoughts on the Moon Knight teaser. The beginning is pretty trippy. I like the bit with the mirror, although I saw it last night on Mary Poppins, so it's a little ridiculous. They're definitely going for the is-it-real-or-not approach, although probably not to the extent of the Jeff Lemire run. I also like the unusual accent that Oscar Isaac is using for his piece. I suspect that that might be the uh, Jake Lockley personality because he sounds to me like a London cabbie. Now, of course, that could be because, again, I was watching Mary Poppins last night. Other than that, I don't really have much more to say. Um, Some nice action bits. I'm pretty sure that the corridor or restroom or wherever he is, where we see him beating someone up from the back, is the same set that the costume leak was um, shown in, although it's lit better, so it's not quite as garish. Um... And that's basically it. We don't get a really clean shot of the costume. Someone claimed that one uh, one piece shows him in the Mr. Knight suit, but all I see is white, so I can't tell. I'm interested to see where it goes, and I will definitely stream it when it hits. I just can't really say much on 30 seconds of footage. Well, we are glad you did. 
Yes, exactly, Mario. Um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty, again, to, to kind of speculate on. Uh, Orion, the costume, What from what we saw, what did you think of the, the leak? I mean, the costume, do you think it is, do you think the leak is accurate now? Do you think that's what we're going to get? kind of get? Yeah, I do believe that the leak is accurate. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we also saw um, the concept art for the costume as well. That's right. Leaked. Uh, um, so I really, I'm I'm just primarily happy that we're getting a cape and cowl costume. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fans out there who are also happy that we're also getting the Mr. Knight costume as well. Mm. Um, so we're serving both kind of kinds of fans here when it comes to costume department. Um, I, I kind of like the, um, the mummy kind of theme to his Cape and Cal costume mm-hmm. to keep it, uh, Egyptian in origin. Um, otherwise I really have to see it in action because all we've seen so far is a leaked, uh, pick of this costume, uh, full, uh, almost a full frontal going on here, plus the uh, plus the uh, the concept art. Um, so so far, what I've seen in action in this trailer, um, with you know him in the bathroom scene jumping from rooftop to rooftop, and uh, the very brief shot of um, his gloved hand, it so far it's working mm. for me. I have a theory. I think it, that might be Kanchu. Oh, oh, oh the the, the picture, leak, the leak is not. Yeah, yeah, it's not Moon Knight. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's a possibility as well. Yeah. I mean, it has like glowing eyes, and yeah. there's a scene. Um, someone had pointed out if you slow down the part where um Mark is le- um, kind of hiding his face down by a stat the feet of a statue mm-hmm. probably maybe Kanshu that you can see if you slow down you can see kind of a weird figure in the background with glowing eyes oh, yeah, I, so I have a I have another theory to specu- speculate on that one <laughs> um, but yeah it, I like I saw someone point that out on uh, the uh, Moon Knight subreddit yesterday I was like wait a minute really and I went back and watched the trail and yeah it's very brief it's blink and you'll miss it but you do see this kind of strange uh, silhouette in the background kind of approaching Mark with these dim glowing eyes. Nice. It's really strange and cool. So what's your theory, Oran? Let's go there. <laughs> okay, yeah. so... Um, I like your theory a lot, by the way. I saw. Yeah. yeah, so because they're, uh, this trailer is really talking a lot about he can't trust his dreams anymore and the fact that we know this is going to be um, partially kind of like a psychological thriller with the whole um, DID aspect going on and uh, whether he'll be seeing, um, you know, gods and demons and all that stuff. I have this theory where um, we don't know, you know, so far we don't, we have no clue who Ethan Hawke is playing as the main antagonist. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's going to be Morpheus. Oh, that Ethan nice. Hawke is going to be Morpheus, and what we see in the background is either a manifestation of Morpheus's power, or perhaps Morpheus, Morpheus himself. But um, and and also, I had this question. So, in, in the trailer, we hear not only Mark's voice, but we hear what's supposed to be his um, his uh, therapist, right? Do we know who? We don't know that who. voice is. Oh, it's Noldy. Is it Ethan Hawke? 
I don't know. Oh, um, because there's been a lot of talk about what is the other voice, and mm. some people said that's Ethan Hawke, and some people have said that no, that's um, Oscar Isaac. So I don't know. Uh, it sounds. Well, I listened actually, really closely again a little bit ago, and I was like, it sounds like Oscar Isaac to me. Well, actually, though, I mean, just to pull you up there, Noel, as well, someone did point out again on on our group. Uh, the subtitles, it, it clearly says, like, Mark or whatever, mm. or Moon Knight, but then it says Man yep. for that second oh. voice. So it is someone else, but we don't know who. Hmm. Um, I assumed it was Ethan Hawke. I was thinking Ethan Hawke might, might be Khonshu, um, just because of the dialogue, but I like your theory, Orion, about yeah. Morpheus. So, yeah. So, yeah, now, now that also kind of goes into my theory now. Mm. My theory is kind of evolving as I keep talking and thinking about <laughs> this. And I'm thinking that Ethan Hawke is not only Morpheus, but he's going to be playing Moon Knight's therapist. Oh. And that's okay. going to play into a whole thing. Because uh, so far, the only, um, the only villain we have a confirmation on being in the series sure. is, um, the Midnight Man, Midnight Man yeah. you know? Yep. Which plays into, so, it plays into the whole art dealing thing. Um, because yeah. yeah, the museum. So it makes sense that Mogart would probably be in and around there to steal some stuff. So mm-hmm. I have a, I, I have the theory that, um, Morpheus and Midnight Man are actually kind of teaming up against Moon Knight or wow. using Moon, Moon Knight somehow, you know, using his, his, his instability, his the idea and everything um, to frame Moon Knight or something like that. Oh, how cool would it be to get more than one? Like you know, I, I, you know, I, I guess it was always going to be the case with Midnight Man and Ethan Hawke, but just the the fact that they're going to go guns blazing and give us more than one villain, oh, I think it's going to be oh, just um, so many possibilities. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Another just a couple of I just I'll just spray these comments in. Uh, these are the other uh, loonies um, just to get things going. John Harrison, John, good friend of the show from TV Podcast Industries, big Doctor Strange fan. He said he's in white, which I didn't expect to see. Uh, so very mm. excited. I uh, love the Egyptian artifacts and the mirror scene in the teaser. Chef's kiss voice. I don't know. Um, yes. Yeah, so John stumped with the voice too. Uh, the mirror scene in the teaser. Now, I mean, this has come up as well. A few people have mentioned it. How cool is that? You So you actually see at the very beginning Mark or Stephen or, or Jake looking at his reflection. Um, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about, John. Uh, and you actually see his other personalities in the reflection. Did you guys catch that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of, and I, I really like that because, um, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of fans have come up with their own ideas of, oh, what would a Moon Knight, uh, show or a movie would look like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, handling the multiple personalities. And, you know, that was kind of my dream of, with, with my idea for a Netflix series for Moon Knight back, back when Netflix was the big thing for Marvel and everything, um, was that you, I had a scene in particular where, uh, Mark is kind of standing in front of a, um, three or four trifold kind of mirror, a standing mirror thing. Mm-hmm. And in each reflection, you would see a different personality. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. Uh, similar. So th- uh, I really like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, reminiscent also the, uh, volume one. There's a Doug Mensch, um, that run. There's mm-hmm. a cover with, uh, the assassins getting him, but, 
yeah. I do believe that. Yeah, they might have his his um his identities there as well. Can't remember. Yeah, and I liked how they didn't have like him dressed up as different people. Yeah, it was just kind of like almost yeah. like a weird back. Sh- it was very cool. It was it's a very also another movie. kind of mo- hotter like a modern horror movie sort of mm. style, but it, it worked really well. And it was cool because he moved on, and then both of the both of his reflections kind of like looked and watched him walk away. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Which is, yeah, just, just freaky. Again, that little horror vibe that they're putting in, they're instilling uh, Moorhead and Benson, I'm going to say, or Muhammad mm-hmm. Daib. So it's re- really good. Um, or even Jeremy Sla- uh, Slater, the, the showrunner. Yeah. Uh, Ernesto Rodriguez, uh, he says something similar as well. My favorite part was the reflection scene at the beginning. Uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing. We'll need to get used to his voice, which we've talked about. I'm, I'm very happy with the teaser. So that's very good. Uh, Michael Morrison says, I was hoping for the Mooncopter and Frenchie. Now, I don't know, guys. <laughs> Will we see a Mooncopter? Will we see Frenchie? Uh, Orion, would you be happy if we go throughout the whole season and there is no, like, there is no Frenchie or, or Jenna. Uh, we, we'll potentially, well, we'll get a Marlene, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, yeah, but what are your thoughts on the surrounding characters? All right, so I really hope that we do see Mark's supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Um, if not every single character, at least the main ones, Marlene and Frenchie. Yes. Um, but uh, as as far as a moon copter goes, I, <laughs> I, you know, I could honestly live without seeing the moon copter in this first season, or I'll even like maybe at the very end. Maybe at the very end they tease that, like when it's like the the final shot, you know, full glory of Moon Knight, and he's descending from a moon copter or something. That would yeah. be perfect. Yeah. That would be- I wouldn't mind if if they didn't make him like absolutely stinking rich. You know, yeah, yeah. Like they don't, we don't need another. Like they make Tony Stark very Tony Stark and very, 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 very rich. And it would be nice if he was rich, like he had money, but he's yeah. not like <laughs> getting necessarily yeah. helicopters. Yeah. Well, the, and, the, and it would, it would definitely, it would definitely help. You know, move Moon Knight's image away from that Batman yes. comparison. Oh, for yeah, sure. For that sure. would be great. I mean, I would be happy with even a Werewolf by Night thirty two, thirty three kind of helicopter, i.e., a generic helicopter. Just because that's how like it started. Like a real actual helicopter. Yeah, just just yeah. Normal, just really nothing doesn't have to be a mooncopter, but at least that will be a nice little nod, I think. Um, and it just reminded me as well. There was that casting speculation a while back as well for someone of French descent, right? But they were going to take on a comedic role, so mm-hmm. still potentially might be getting Frenchy there. Ron, what what are your thoughts on having Frenchy as comic relief potentially? Quite honestly, I could see it. It's, um, I would see it almost akin to, and I, I know this is not helping with the whole, uh, Moon Knight bat situation, <laughs> but, um, I've, I've been, uh, I'm in the middle of rewatching, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, right. and, um, I'm just reminded of how much I love, um, Alfred Pennyworth in mm-hmm. the Snyder trilogy, uh, Snyder series. So I can kind of imagine, um, Frenchie taking on that kind of role where um, he probably has this kind of dry wit humor. Yeah. As, um, yeah. As, yeah. That yeah, would be good. Yeah, that sort of, of humor. That. Yeah, not not zany, not wacky. Definitely no, not. Just kind of, yeah, yeah just sort of funny compared to how yeah. dour. I mean, Oscar Isaac can be a pretty funny guy too, so I hope they oh, don't yeah. completely make him a, a, a drag, but like it would be 
something with a little levity would be needed. But I hope if they do have Frenchie, he's not just the man in the chair. I hope he's out kicking some ass too. So. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. He's got to be an equal, I think, um, to an, you know, with Mark. I mean, we've seen that with mm-hmm. Grudge Match, Mark Spector, Moon Knight. They're both brothers in arms when it comes to mercenary ways. So he's just well, as, just as skilled. Now, I mean, now they might, like Mark might not be a mercenary, though. Yeah, um, we don't. This that's true. I mean, we we're not really the way they're kind of. I mean, the way they've at least from this trailer, they show him as being very confused yep. and very. I mean, it, the all those museum scenes. I mean, he seems like he could just be a, like a thief or something. Mm. I, I think. Um, yeah, there's also an additional the additional footage, Noel, which you. Uh, released in our group as well of the outro of that Disney Plus thing, mm-hmm. where you get like a couple of seconds more of um, of yeah Mark Spector um, kind of blinking, and he's surrounded by uh, unconscious, you know, I'm assuming thugs. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's alluded to that he'll definitely have this kind of fighting skill and prowess. Uh, but yeah, whether or not we that that is explored, uh, whether or not it's like oh, in, well, in whether his- that is Mark or whether that is Moon Knight though. Oh, what do you mean? Sorry, I mean that that could be Moon Knight. That could be a different altar. It's the altar. Oh, that can okay. Do that. Yeah, and Mark true. is really confused oh, okay. on how he just whooped these guys' butts. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I hadn't considered that. I, I just uh, automatically assumed I mean, that. Didn't they release a new official description? I don't know if they do. They say ex mercenary anymore. I know they had. Um, Feige, Feige for- sort of had announced it. He had said, you know, Mark Spector, ex mercenary, blah blah blah. But yeah, yeah. That was before they even started filming. So yeah, true, true, exactly. So they they, they may they may have changed it. Who knows? Um, yeah, no, no, for sure. Uh, sorry, Ryan, were you about to say something as well? Yeah, yeah. I just want to go back to the whole Frenchie thing, yep. and I want to kind of bounce off of what Noel had said about him being a man of chair, and I want to ask you guys. You know, let's take that literally and um, ask you, how would you feel? if Frenchie really was a man in the chair, if you kind of catch my drift. Mm. You mean post getting his legs broken? Exactly. Or amputated? Yeah. Um, that could be actually really interesting. That would be good, yeah. Story. A good way to take that story, I think. Mm. I- um, to have, have have him be still very capable, but yep. like... um. Yeah, a man with no legs. That would be very interesting. But and also just a big, a massive nod to the to the comics. I think that would be that would be yep. great. So, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally wouldn't mind that at all. Uh, what, what do you think, Ryan? In fact, Orion? now I kind of want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? Oh, Ryan, did you? Would you be happy with that? I, I would actually. I think it would make for a very interesting dynamic mm. if they approached it as you know, um, it was Mark's fault that. Frenchie is um, paralyzed or or missing his legs or whatever the situation is, he's mm-hmm. in a chair or disabled. Yeah. So it would make for, you know, um, it would not only make for some great drama, but it could also make for some good um, ironic comedy. Yes. If they really want to stick with that uh, comedic bit uh, for the yeah. character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're great possibilities, I think, by having Frenchie uh, in that situation. Um, no, for sure. I, th- I think that's. I think that's great. Um, Noel, it's probably time for another audio. Hello, Looney listeners, and this is your Patruni K. Matthew Carr 
with my impressions on the Moon Knight teaser. Oh, I was really impressed with this teaser so far. I love the fact that it seems we really are getting a Mark that is for sure still at this point obsessed with Conchu. As we can see from him kind of loitering around the statue in that scene with the reflections that I assume has something to do with his D.A.D., but we can't be certain yet. Uh, as well as him literally sleeping next to the uh, the head of the statue. I am so excited for this show. Uh, and it really seems like that leak we got of his costume probably isn't at least his full costume. Because it looks like it has a different cape from the one that we see in the teaser. But overall, really like the, the kind of darkness that we see in the trailer. I love the depictions of other people and their reactions to this guy that just suddenly starts beating other people up. It's great. And I'm, I'm so excited for, uh, for this show and I can't wait to uh, see more from it and talk to you guys more about it. See you guys in the Facebook group. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Kay, Matthew, Carl, Carl Eternal, uh, I know him as also as well. Valley Petroni um, sent some great feedback in. But yeah, that was that was cool as well. Uh, so a differentiation between the costumes. I mean, will we... That's that's kind of how I see it. I mean, if we go back to the costumes, um, I if that isn't Conchu, as you say, Noel, uh, in that leaked photo, mm -hmm. then we're definitely going to get some evolution of the costume, I think, maybe once Mark gets this or has this war in his head with the gods uh he might have an initial kind of egyptian traditional costume and then it kind of gets modernized well, that, yeah. that one scene people that are thinking are that is um the mr knight costume like the gloves look sort of ill-fitted yeah and you can't really see what he's like you can just see that his shoulders are white and i like maybe that's Maybe that's him trying to put together. It's like his half-assed Moon Knight costume, and he's just like wearing white and doesn't really have. Yeah, I thought those gloves really have were, his. Yeah, I thought the gloves were latex. I thought they were more like or, or like you know curator gloves. Uh, they didn't they, seem they like. Look, yeah. Well, yeah, they almost actually look like curator gloves. Mm, like they're just a cotton, um, cotton like gloves. when you're when, when you're ha yeah when you're handling yes, uh, you know the like old shit or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> that's kind of what sort of what they look like but they're kind of ill-fitting they don't look like superhero gloves mm, no no you know what i mean not at all um so it might be a nod so, and that's not very that's not very mr i mean it might be a nod to something like mr knight yeah. but i think it could be like a, a lot of the first season might be him just really not knowing how to be moon knight yet yeah Instead of like the comics, he was immediately like, "Yes, now I am Kanchu's servant. I am the vengeance," and he was like right on board. Yeah, they could take a really different turn and be like, "What the hell is happening to me?" Yeah, which I, almost I really, is more modern and interesting in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, I really like the humanization of our um, heroes and everything in um, TV and movie media. Mm -hmm. uh, it was definitely one thing I really liked about the first Venom movie. Uh, where Eddie Brock um, was kind of uh, in the middle of being possessed by an alien, and he was—he uh, had one line where he told uh, Annie that he was scared, and mm -hmm. I really like that. And it, it kind of get the same vibe with uh, Oscar Isaac's uh, um, Mark Spector, mm -hmm. where uh, yeah, which one of us gets taken over by an Egyptian moon god, and it's like, yeah, I'm totally exactly. down. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, scariest was, shit that has ever happened to me, and I have DID. Yeah, yeah. 
So I really like that um, it's it's a bit more grounded in an interpretation of a real-life character um, thrown into this comic booky situation. Yeah, I mean, he certainly looks, Oscar Isaac, in um, some of those clips as well, certainly looks scared. I mean, I think um, Fel Void said as well, it just there's a lot of scenes of, of Mark Spector just, or Oscar Isaac, looking scared. Um, so he's definitely trying to grapple with what's happening. There's even a bit where he's running away and... Um, looking at that scene as well, um, he, he, his body language, the way he runs, uh, you know, let's just say it doesn't look like a, a seasoned soldier or, or a, a, a merc. So again, that could match up with his English accent, which again, we, as mentioned, sounded a little bit more meek. Uh, so whether or not that's Jake Lockley, um, we don't know. Uh, just flicking through some of these other comments as well. Wayne Hunt, uh, he mentioned, not in the teaser, but in those other seconds in the outro of the Disney Plus day. If he does that stupid blinking thing, switching between each personality, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> um, uh, mm. So thank you. Wayne said that, but that was responded by uh, Lena, who, Noel, you mentioned uh, is part of a DID system and in our group. He said, yeah, it was, was really good. Yeah. Really good. It's really I was glad I, I'm glad Lena commented on that. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I didn't, for me, I thought it was very tropey as well, but, um, they say, yes, the stupid blinking thing is, is a bit tropey, but it's actually not that unrealistic. Uh, the process of switching involves dissociation and the moment the switch occurs can often present as rapid blinking or a blank stare or something like that, especially if the switch happens quickly and unexpectedly. However, systems that have been aware of their DID for a while, quite a while, like we have, can learn to control our outward appearance somewhat while we switch, so it's not quite so obvious. Personally, I would rather see the blinking thing than the way switches have looked in some movies in the past, where it looks like the person is having a seizure. Uh, that is a lot more unrealistic, and we don't usually lose all control of our body movements while switching. But one thing I do agree with you about uh, is that the suit looks a bit hokey up close, and I hope they will enhance it with CGI. Uh, yeah, so that was Lana's um, take on that. Yeah, but so glad to have that take on that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's good to because I didn't think anything of it. There's a the first time they kind of the, the second they have his face when his face pops up, it looks like his pupils are just like he has none. Like his eyes are just white. Mm. And I don't know if that was him. His eyes rolled into his head, but I was like, it could be that, or it could be some cool. Yeah, um, visual, you know, Moon Knight stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be like, um, you know, a god in his head kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it kind of. I think that kind of goes back to um, evidence of Moon Knight's powers in this trailer. Yeah, because this, because besides the the leak of him having those kind of blank eyes in uh, when he's wearing the costume, mm-hmm. we see in the trailer Moon Knight is leaping across an entire city yeah. street yes. to, yeah, to another a little bit of, rooftop. Yeah, yeah a little know? bit of like footage that I saw somewhere, maybe it was posted to Instagram or something, mm-hmm. of some behind the scenes yes. from like, like a block away, and they had the stuntman was on wires so, just flying through the air and tackling somebody. Yeah, the same the same sort of like inhuman like superhuman leap. So that's a yeah, that's a big thing as well, guys. I mean like it looks like that he has some sort of powers. It'd be so cool if it was tied in with the phase of the moon, which we know from Fist of Conchu. But um yeah, I mean Orion You know what I would love if he sorry? didn't have powers and we're just kind of getting what he thinks he's doing. Oh, that would be cool. 
Oh, that <laughs> would be interesting. He thinks he's leaping across this, this, these, you know, this whole like long city block when it's really just really like just a, a, an alley. Yeah. Blocked block. That would be cool, actually, uh, because it, it yeah. that would be a mess of perception, you know, and a mess with the well, yeah. With the I mean, if he thinks he's well. got a yeah. if he thinks he's got a moon god in his head, making him a superhero, like he thinks he's doing these large yeah. feats, but really he's just kind of like a and that pl- what 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 really happened? Yeah, that uh, that whole plays in with the thing whether or not it's it's real or not. Um. Uh, which is obviously part of the comics too. Uh, Ryan, yeah, any thoughts on on the powers thing? Are you happy to see it? Uh, I mean, not, I like Noel's take. Yeah, I really like. Um, I will like it if they do give him his moon powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I, I only hope that it's uh, is nothing too spectacular. Yeah. You know. Uh, nothing spectacular or mystic beyond, you know, super strength and then glowing eyes for the, uh, for the costume. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, and, you know, I also like, uh, Noel's idea of the ambiguity of whether he actually does have powers yeah. and if everything we see is real, because, um, that's one thing I really love about Moon Knight comics and I hope gets translated into this series yes. is the ambiguity of everything. Yeah. And, how it ends up being that um, it's it, it's real if you think it's real. Yeah. You know, it's all about your perception. Yeah, absolutely. So what you're saying, Orion, is that you don't want to see Moon Knight be able to summon thousands of moons from thousands of galaxies and squash Thor? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that what you're saying? Uh, why, why do you have to bring that up? Uh. <laughs> Um, yeah, look, uh, I think I'm, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I'd, I'd love to see that ambiguity. That'll be awesome. Um, but also happy to see him have powers as long as they're not like, you know, too amped up. Yeah, we've got enough big hitters in the Marvel universe. You don't need to have everyone. Yeah. And the, you know. the little bit of time they have given him some powers in the comics. It hasn't been out of control. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. The, the only thing I would really appreciate, um, besides having the ambiguity would be, um, just his, his uh his combat philosophy mm-hmm. you know how we've seen it where he would rather take the hit than try yeah. to expend energy <laughs> dodging so. it that would be so cool well, just from some of that training footage that oscar isaac posed you know these fights are going to be oh, pretty yeah. tough they look cannot wait to see them i mean he looked like a badass gonna... with the long hair the yeah. man bun and the beard when he was training yeah. oh sorry yeah. uh, even with that look he looked really bad yeah. <laughs> even with that look <laughs> um just a few more there's a, i mean there's there's a fair few comments here uh cory hardeman uh long time listener i loved it and i'm pumped and hopeful for the series just finished watching june and i really liked oscar isaac in it so that's um that's comforting to know um orion have you seen june Oh yeah, and I I love Dune. Um, yeah. Definitely uh, love it love it more than the original um, movie. Uh, the um, but yeah, I I have a whole thing about Dune. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's also where we'll where you get to see our late, the latest and greatest from Oscar Isaac, apart from that Netflix mm-hmm. series. I don't know, Noel, have you seen that Scenes of Marriage or something? Have you seen that one? Say what? Uh, he's in a series, scenes from a marriage with um, Jessica Chastain. Uh, it's, it's doing really well, apparently, on Netflix. It's a, a drama about a married couple's relationship disintegrating. It's it's based off, a, I think, a Swedish uh, TV miniseries. Dude, I just got married. Why the hell would I watch 
<laughs> well, have you seen Dune as well? And have you seen that? Or uh, n- no, no sting, no dice for me. Okay, okay. But uh, Ryan, what did you think of Oscar's performance then in it? In Dune, yeah, I liked it. It was yeah. very, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely used to um, William Hurt's performance in his mm-hmm. character okay. in the uh, Dune TV series, but. Oh. Um, but yeah, I I did like Oscar Isaac's performance in Dune. Nice, and he's the lead's father in it. Is that right? Yes, he's that- um he's Duke Leto Atreides. Yep. Okay. Cool. Nice. He looks cool from what I saw the trailers, but yeah. I'll have to. I I will definitely see it because I really like Denny Villeneuve's mm-hmm. work, but I'm not going out of my way right now to <laughs> get fair enough. Warner Brothers TV or whatever. No, <laughs> oh, okay, to, to, to see, see it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Uh, look, Noel. I'm I'm super keen to hear the second second half of the Velvet Drapes. I mean, you know, we're blessed with your honey honey touch vocals, but uh, we also have one from Justin Doe as well. Can we complete the set? Can we, uh, you know, draw the curtains here? <laughs> draw the curtains. <laughs> All right. If you if you haven't heard Justin Justin and Noel, you know. Two of podcasting's greatest vocals. Um, so just settle, settle, settle yourself in, Orion. You know, just uh, enjoy. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Hello there, my friends. This is Justin the Owl Osgood from the Tomes of Evil, the comic book supervillain podcast, and also one half of the Velvet Drapes. <laughs> here today to give you my thoughts about the wonderful Moon Knight teaser trailer that we were gifted with today from Disney+. Plus. How great was that? And I'm more excited than ever for this show, that's for sure. The the three things that I loved the most about this teaser uh, were first and foremost definitely the scene with the reflection. I loved that. I thought that was amazing. And I'm really more excited than ever to see where they're going with some of the imagery, some of the the visuals in this series. Um, So yeah, definitely the scene with the reflection was my favorite scene out of that teaser, the one that grabbed my attention the most. Uh, The second part was um, the scene in which that wonderful foreboding piano theme that we hear was synced up so perfectly with Moon Knight beating the ever-loving hell out of somebody in some nasty room somewhere. I just loved that. How fantastic was that? And the the third and final thing I loved the most was the brief glimpse that we see of our hero flying across some rooftop at the very end of the trailer with the moon in the background. That was so beautiful and so breathtaking and so well done. And yes... I'm more excited than ever for this show. I hope that the the high priests, Rebecca and Ray, are both correct and that we will only have to wait until spring of 2022 to finally see this show. I hope that the wait isn't long because I, after this teaser, I, I can't wait any longer. But <laughs> I hope you all are doing well and as excited as I am about this teaser. And we will talk very soon. In the meantime, keep your ears open for lots of new goings-on over at the Tomes of Evil in January of next year. Anyway, take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Yes, thank you, Justin. The the Velvet Drapes, also known as the mm-hmm. Owl. Thank you for always, always fun. Justin, co-host of Tomes of Evil. Uh, yeah, so Moon Knight 
Uh, we do get a very, I, I thought it was one of the most impactful scenes from the teaser. You just see a hunched, kind of almost like beast-like Moon Knight with the, the cape uh, just pounding on, on something or someone uh, in that kind of broken bathroom area. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any, any thoughts there on, I don't know, what, what, what's happening there? I think one of the loonies said that he's, he's plunging the hell out of that toilet. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he could well be. <laughs> um, I think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. Orion. I don't know. What did you, did you did you like this scene? Was it was it decent? The, the cape looked a bit little little bit fake. It's got to be touched up. No, okay. I I liked what I saw, it. and yeah, it was you know him leaning into whoever it is he's he's being up on there. Um, just the imagery r- reminds me, of course, of Daredevil and Batman. Mm-hmm. So um, I can see the influences, and you know, even though it doesn't help with the whole Batman Moon Knight relationship, uh, I'm glad it's it's there because um, you know this is because I'm I you know my initial exposure to Moon Knight was from the uh, Huston Finch run, mm-hmm. um, so I. For me, the ideal Moon Knight is this kind of um, gritty, violent Moon Knight. So I, I, I really enjoyed seeing that scene mm-hmm. in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I think yeah. I think with the cape and just like you don't see him, you just see the cape kind of on his back as he's punching. I think that just adds another another effect rather than say. I mean, I, I enjoy the Daredevil scenes where he's. Um, you know, pummeling the hell out of someone, but just this kind of almost inhuman figure, just um, crouched over someone and just like laying waste. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, as for the, yeah, it looks very much like the Netflix Daredevil, that kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just brutal. I mean, it's. I bet. I think it's going to be. I mean, if the costume is that leaked, I think we're going to be getting. That's someone's looks like somebody's point of view like someone is watching this oh yeah white white thing beating the crap yeah. out of somebody That's and scary, then exactly. he turns around yeah and he's in it's somebody's face is the yeah and thing. there's there's this kind of there's almost this element of horror in just that scene as well mm. because mm-hmm. you gotta also take into the account of this overall theme of um you know how much can you trust your perception of reality and who is Moon Knight really laying into? Yeah. Is it someone actually deserving of this yeah. uh, of this violence, or is it someone that he believes is deserving and really isn't? Yeah, I think. And as you say, I mean, we haven't had them in the in the MCU. We haven't had like Daredevil. Uh, of course, the comparisons, you know, with the other guy. But if you look at everyone else in the MCU, we haven't had this really. Like, yeah, again, I'll say it again: the dark and kind of scary hero uh it's pretty cool uh at the moment he's very much like a um like a mystery uh, again of course it's, it's the teaser like by by episode two he might be you know out in public doing his things we don't know but just the vibe that they're creating for this teaser it just seems that is is like a force more than anything um that yeah that really does scare yeah the heebie-jeebies out of people um yeah i would say um pending blade Yes. This is probably going to be Marvel's darkest hero yeah. that they've introduced in the MCU. Oh, and absolutely, absolutely. No, you think what Miss Marvel? Yeah, and everybody thinks <laughs> everybody thinks that that Blade and Moon Knight are happening together at some point. So. It's gotta, <laughs> yeah. it's gotta happen. Um, and how exciting to! Oh, I don't want to 
spoil anything anyway, <laughs> just in case people oh, haven't, yeah, yeah. haven't watched uh, things. Um, so moving right along. Things are happening, things everybody. Are happening. Yeah, things, things are happening. Things are moving and shaking in the MCU. Uh, Jonathan Conrad, again, this is off our Facebook group. I'm excited. First thoughts, though, it almost seems like they're going to make him a timid archaeologist. I know they were looking for an Indiana Jones-style feel. Second thoughts, definitely feels like Peter Parker figuring out his newfound powers scene. Uh, could be in the museum because mm-hmm. Concha was speaking to him and he's trying to figure it all out. Doesn't seem there's going to be mercenary route at all for his origin. So I guess what we were discussing before, which I think is pretty cool, it, subver- it subverts our expectations, of fans at least. I was expecting a full-on, you know, crawling through the desert, finding the temple... Uh, we might not get that at all. Um, so. Yeah, I literally reread issue one last night, and I was like, I don't know if we're getting any of this. Yeah, um, which fair enough. Which is kind of cool. I mean, yeah. it's like, I mean, he might, th- this whole it might all go down. However, it goes it, it's pretty clear it all goes down in a museum. It's not out in the desert. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, that's out, that's all they've found every single Egyptian. <laughs> artifact there is to find <laughs> it would be silly for him to find there's yes. literally relics of thousands of year old conchu statues in museums yes why would they find one in the desert so find another one yeah who, who knows um yeah ryan as well i mean you're happy if they leave this all out uh, we touched upon it a bit earlier or... like i said i am very forgiving yep. of adaptations yep. so i don't I'm not one who needs to absolutely see a one-to-one translation from comic to screen. Um, So I wouldn't mind if they changed Mark's character a bit. Um, Even even if, like, um, the mercenary of Mark Spector isn't his primary. Yeah. Even if that's, that's like, the change, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, they've also got that in the back pocket as well. I mean, because if they're not going to be introducing the last of Bushman... Uh, maybe then his Merc past is just kept a mystery in season one, and maybe they maybe they delve into it later. Maybe it's just alluded to uh, throughout this whole season, and they focus on perhaps Jake or Stephen. Uh, again, I wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind if if they, you know, conveniently just kind of shelve it for the time being. Uh, like I said, yeah. The, I just looked up the official uh, description. Yes. That they did oh, yeah. Over the yesterday, and there's not, nothing about. Okay. Can you him being a mercenary? Have you got it there? Could you read it? Moon Knight is a new globe trobbing globe trobbing. <laughs> <laughs> gobble 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 gobble. Moon Knight is a new globe trotting action adventure series featuring a complex vigilante who suffers from dissociative identity disorder. The multiple identities who live inside him find themselves thrust into a deadly war of the gods against the backdrop of modern and ancient Egypt. Yeah, so it's not even mentioned. Yeah, right. So it's it's not even the primary thing, as you say. And as you say, Orion, it could be one of them, but it just Mark might just be one of the, the altars. And we have Jake Lockley, dare I say. Yeah, someone yeah. else said... Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Orion. I know, I was just going to say that, you know, um, even though it would be a little disheartening... Uh, just a little bit disheartening if Mark wasn't the primary. Mm. Um, that the, the, the really, really the only thing that would be disheartening for me if that was the case is the, is the fact that we might not even see Bushman, and maybe Bushman doesn't play a pivotal role in Moon Knight's origin story. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you mean as in ever? Like we won't see in, in the in the whole series? Because I mean, I don't care if he's. Yeah. I don't really care if he's not in season one, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I would, yeah. wouldn't mind if he does. I mean, it would be good if he does pop up later. A Bushman-like character would be cool, but not necessarily even like a 
a, a face tattooed shark toothed maniac. It could be mm-hmm. something, you know, like if he, if Mark or if, you know, this character we're seeing a lot of in the teaser is something like an art thief or something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. he is working for uh, a Bushman type character who's the leader of a, you know, theft ring mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, yeah. no, I can't. No, I, I kind of like that idea of, you know, perhaps, um, mm, per, okay, so again, this is speculation here. Uh, going back <laughs> on my on my theory of Midnight Man and uh, Morpheus working together, perhaps they're both equal partners and, um, and uh, Midnight Man kind of leads the whole uh, crew for, uh, for, um, I'm not saying grave robbing, but, you know, art theft and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bushman is just um, one of uh, Midnight Man's partners in that entire little yeah. industry he has going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could even be that, uh, uh, I mean, not to discount your Morpheus theory, but he, Ethan Hawke could be the Bushman type character. Um, and it's like a sort of, you know, he said he was kind of a cult leader, but this could be of stealing. I mean, they could be doing a mashup of a kind of a Bushman type character and like a big speculation is still Sun King. Yep. Um, and that description right there about saying, you know, he, if find, they find themselves thrust into a deadly war of the gods against mm. the backdrop of modern and ancient. You mean he, like, um, can, Amun-Ra and Khonshu. So God. Yeah, Khonshu's father. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it could it could also be um, again playing into the whole ambiguity of it whether you know it is a real war of the gods and all that or if it's just something that's been fabricated to confuse Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. the possibilities are endless, and it's pretty cool. <laughs> it is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've got uh, before we go into the last voicemail, just a little uh, shout out here from Rebecca, one of the fellow high pressure conchu. And bear in mind, listeners, Rebecca, I mean, if you've not heard her on the show, uh, she is a Brit. So uh, Rebecca does say the accent, the accent, the <laughs> accent. It is horrible. So that's coming from uh, someone that you know um, uses the accent. And Rebecca goes on to say the footage is great. I'm stoked. The summary also has me pumped. I've created excuses for the accent, but damn, I think that's something that's, uh, yeah, that would be weird, especially if, like, can you imagine, uh, say, for instance, the titular character has a really dodgy American accent, like, say, it's an Aussie trying to play an American, like, that would be off-putting for you guys, right? Or like Doctor Strange's accent. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. You, you mean like a Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock yeah, accent? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, Ryan, As an American, yeah, I've, yeah. I don't really, uh, okay. you know, like Benedict Cumberbatch's American accent. He's just doing you know, Hugh Laurie or something, you know. Yeah. It's not, Hugh yeah. Laurie's American accent. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just like, uh, it's not great, but whatever. Yeah. And to me, it's like, I don't know. It sounded enough. It almost sounded like, like could it be a little like Egyptian? I thought mm, at first, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, there there is a little bit sometimes of like a sort of a Middle East mashup with sort of an with mm-hmm. an English because of colonization. Yep. Um, sometimes those accents. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that that could be as well. But uh, thank you so much, Rebecca. Uh, finally, no, I think we've got one more voicemail from Brandon. Hey guys, my name is Brandon Chambers. I started reading Moon Knight shortly after the Lemire run came out, and since then I've gone back and read as much as I can find. Uh, I really loved this teaser. I was up first thing in the morning getting ready to listen to it. 
uh, I when I'm looking at adaptations, I like to look at the good and look at the things they're they're bringing that are awesome. And I really think that his costume looks terrific. I think that shot of him jumping across the street over buildings with the moon in the background is fantastic. That is like drugs to me. I I loved that shot. If that had been all we'd gotten, I would have been a happy, happy man. And and we got even more than that, and it's terrific. A, a few notes that I, I noticed, I really think Oscar Isaac made an interesting decision regarding his voice work. Uh, I personally imagined Mark Spector to be, you know, the typical strong, gruff, manly guy with a deep voice. This Mark seems more uncertain, more feeble, um, and it's not just Oscar's voice work bringing this across. Um, I, I, I think we may need to brace for this to be a totally different Mark Spector. You know, none of this footage, although it was admittedly short, made him feel like a former mercenary who committed war crimes. I, I could be wrong, but I think Mark's origin may be changed for the show. And that's not a bad thing. Adaptation is good. But you look at Oscar Isaac's body language. Uh, and this is later on, not in the main Moon Knight chunk of the teaser, but later in the Disney Plus special. There's a shot where it pans out um, from a close-up on Oscar Isaac's face to show he's just beaten up some people. And he is shocked. He's clearly appalled. Like, his face screams, how did I do that? Why did I do that? And we all know that Mark Spector in the comics, he's an accomplished fighter way before Khonshu ever came along. Um, and so that shot, plus the way Oscar Isaac is selling it and the rest of the shots, it makes it feel like maybe they've chosen to go in a different direction. You know, maybe Mark isn't, is, maybe he's an archaeologist instead of a soldier for hire. Um, and those are all interesting changes. And uh, I'm okay with that. I know a lot of fans won't be, and that's totally your prerogative. I can't tell you what to like and what not to like, um, but I I trust that this creative team can put together a much better TV show than I ever could. I think Oscar Isaac is a terrific actor, and I really, I thought the cinematography here looked great. I thought it was really, really brilliant. I think the tone of this show looks awesome and terrific. I I really think that this show is going to uh finally uh it's going to finally vindicate Moon Knight fans and everyone's going to see that we were right all along and he's not just DC's Batman, he's his own thing and he's awesome and cool. Um I do think I agree with others that the costume uh, the texturing on the costume looks a little bit odd right now. Uh, they've still got time for post-production, and even if we don't see it, uh, even if they don't change it much, we have still yet to see it in combat, and I'm excited to see what that cape looks like in close hand-to-hand -hand combat, especially given those awesome clips we've seen of Oscar Isaac training his butt off uh, to learn how to fight like Moon Knight. Uh, thanks, guys. I love the podcast. Uh, keep up the great work. Great. Thank you so much, Brandon. Uh, great to hear from you. Uh, great to hear that you, you've been listening as well. Always um, always cool to hear from from listeners uh, such as yourself. And, yeah, guys, uh, uh, we, of course, we can't say for sure about anything. Uh, w what we've been saying, though, is that that other, I guess, the portrayal 
that Oscar Isaac is is putting forth is potentially not Mark Spector. It's someone else. I mean, so I think that that kind of uh, explains the body language. Yeah, did this? Did this? Yeah. Did the subtitles on it say Mark Spector uh, before good, his, he spoke? Yeah, good point. I, I don't know. Um, I can't remember. I don't know if it said man for the second voice, but what did it yeah, say? Yeah, what for? did it say for it? Yeah. It would be, yeah. Just almost just Moon Knight. <laughs> just the fist of Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's not. Maybe they're doing actually a little bit of sort of the mensch, early mensch run, where at first these are just. You know, maybe his art thief is Jake Lockley or whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe he's just like you know. I put on, I'm an asshole. I put on these different characters to to trick people, and I got you know, like to to these people, I'm this guy. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just this meek, yeah, meek cabbie or meek whatever, or maybe you know, maybe that's not even one of his his alters as we know of voices. Maybe that's yeah. just him putting on a show, and he actually is like a former mercenary or at least military or whatever yeah exactly um, puts it puts it on like um which would be very kind of mcu in a way mm-hmm. to make uh, him an asshole i mean he can be a total asshole in the comics so why not yeah, for, yeah, for sure. have him be kind of like a smart ass oh i don't know what's going on with me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i just i just had an idea <laughs> yeah so you know, we're so used to having Mark Spector's three personalities, uh, Stephen Grant, Mark Spector, and, and uh, Jake Lockley, as their, stereot- uh, as their stereotypes, you know. Mm-hmm. But what if this is actually Stephen Grant we're hearing, and Stephen Grant isn't uh, the millionaire playboy? What if he's actually uh, an archaeologist oh. working for the British Museum or something? Yep. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought actually one of my early comments was that I thought it was Stephen Grant, and because in the um, yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, in, in Fist of Conchu, he's very much an art dealer, um, and and so he has Spence, who's his art kind of um, connect, uh, I don't go to man to get art and stuff. So I thought it was actually mm-hmm. Stephen, and so that means like he, he maybe doesn't even need to be an archaeologist. Maybe he just needs to be a, a, an art lover. Uh, again, like he's got those curated gloves that I thought. Curated gloves, um, but yeah, certainly I, I could certainly be Stephen Grant as well. And for me, the English accent for Stephen what Grant if, will work as well. Yeah, what if they don't do the alters we know from the comics? Yeah, that would be that would be weird. But um, I mean, what you mean, like Wolverine, Captain the, America? <laughs> no, 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 I mean, just what if they make up some new ones? You yeah, know, what if yeah. they? You know, what if it's not? What if? That'll be strange. The voice we heard wasn't any one of the ones that we're used to. Maybe there's Mark Spector. I'd, I'd be a little disappointed. There is Jake Lockley. Maybe, maybe there is yeah. Stephen Grant. But there's also another one and another one and I, another one. I'd be I'd be happy to for that as well. I mean, we know from again Lena, a great resource, part of a DOD system. They say, um, you know, you can have up to like thirty, fifty, hundred alters. Yeah, I you think you, I think yeah. I've. Heard like three or four is actually a it's, little unusual. Yeah, it's exactly a lot more rare. Than that. So, um, you know, potentially. I mean, I just hope they did the research on DID. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. At, at least some. I mean, I won't personally be offended if they get a few things wrong. Um, yeah. Because it's difficult. It's hard to nail down. But at least do do your due diligence as much as you can. Exactly. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's not um, split in the MCU. 
Yeah. Have you ever saw that movie? Oh, yeah. No, no. That's a big, yeah. It doesn't, it's already not seeming like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hope not. Um, now we just got a couple of, couple of emails. They're kind of big ones as well, just to cap us off before we round off this episode, Lunis. Uh, one from CMK7 or Chris Kelly. Boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. Good to hear Chris on email. And he says, because um, I asked, I said, had he seen the, the, tr- the teaser? He said, yep, you know I saw it. Not sure what I think yet. It's been a long day and I was not expecting this. I'm getting a few impressions off the top. Uh, they are leaning heavily into the DID, uh, complete with different accents and vocal patterns for the altars. Seems like they are ditching the mercenary background in favour for a bookwormy researcher, museum worker or thief type character. Looks like more of a case of a conscious possession rather than a willing pact. I like the dark, eerie, mysterious tone they are going for. Very noirish, very psychological horror. Looks like fans of the pure white costume are going to get their wish. So hard to tell from this brief sample. Not what I was expecting, but I'm still extremely excited. I'm afraid in, in a voicemail I'd just be rambling. Even now my mind doesn't know what to think of yet. I'm really just looking forward to hearing what the ITK community has to say at this point. Uh, what are your first impressions? Can't wait to hear. So yeah, no, thank you, Chris. Uh, yeah, very, uh, very much. It does seem very much DID centric, um, and also, uh, you know, complete with with accents. Um, yeah, um, and I think as we've mentioned as well, uh, bookwormy researcher, museum worker, uh, that type of thing. Uh, country possession rather than a willing pact. That's interesting. That seems to make sense when they're talking about a war of the gods. It's like, yeah, country's like, I need my avatar. Yeah. Oh, you. You're weak-minded. Yes, and just take him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it could, it could. I could see it definitely going the um, fist to Conchu route, mm-hmm. where um, the Moon Knight persona, um, if I remember correctly, is actually um, one of Conchu's priests from way back when, uh, Thosby. Ooh. So they can probably go with that kind of route, and also the, of course, the West Coast Avengers route, mm-hmm. where Kanshu was um, possessing Mark at the time, uh, playing as Moon Knight. Yeah, oh, yeah. Again, endless possibility. That would be great. Again, references. Hats off if they do go down that thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it sounds like Kanshu is going to be. I mean, obviously, quite prominent in this thing. How much of a role? I still. I'm my money so far is Ethan Hawke. I don't know on Conchu. You still think he's Conchu? I think he is, but you know, you know, I'll just say that. <laughs> I'm start, even though I don't want it. I'm really starting to think maybe he's Sun King. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be my favorite villain by any means, but I'm just the the signs are pointing that way. Yeah, yeah. And and how about yourself, Orion? What do you think? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my Morpheus? theory and say yeah. he's Morpheus. Yeah. I, that's what I want. Is that, Morpheus, I would but... I wouldn't mind that at all. Actually, and I wouldn't mind him as Conchu. If it's, a, if as it's well. a battle from the gods, though, like there's, you know, they might mash some things up, which they 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 do yep. a lot in the MCU. So. Yeah, that hybrid of, of a couple of things. Yeah, for sure. Oh, what mm-hmm. what do you think? But we're we're getting think? multiple seasons, so yeah, whatever, well, go for it. What, what would you? How would you feel if they kind of potentially combine Conchu and Morpheus into like one character? I think. I, I kind of see that happening where perhaps it, it is just Morpheus, but he is kind of confusing Mark, um, yeah. saying that the voice in his head is actually Khonshu. And then, you know, by the season's end, you know, he'll defeat Morpheus. And he's like, yeah, well, that wasn't real. And then maybe he'll uh, hear. Khonshu shows up you know, buck naked yeah, on his Kanchu, how, Yeah. 
exactly. I'm spending the weekend, up. baby. It's you and me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know, this entire season. You think uh, you know, it recontextualizes the entire season. Like, okay, we we knew it was Morpheus playing with with uh, Mark's head, but now it's like, well, was Conchi really involved? Yeah, yeah, That'd yeah. And then the last scene is a naked, bird-headed man sitting on oh, scratchy, <laughs> scratchy couch. effects around him. Yeah, um, no, yeah scratching his nuts. <laughs> I'm here to stay, baby. Get used to it. Low-angled perspective shot and just him scratching his nuts. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, well, to, to, to cap off um, our discussion, uh, just before. My own little conscious. Sorry, I'm an idiot. <laughs> my own little conscious starts bashing down the door. Uh, last mm-hmm. one from Saltified. Uh, so he said, a big fan of the podcast. Uh, this is a big email, so let's go through it. Uh, today I saw the trailer and was highly impressed by the visuals and on screen blood. Ooh. My reaction was mainly positive, but I do have a few mixed feelings based off what I believe may be doing in this series. In the first few shots, it seems that one of Mark's personas is inside a museum with Egyptian artifacts, which obviously lines up with the themes of the character. The attire that he suits uh, that he suits throughout these shots don't seem to be reminiscent of any Moonlight personality. Oscar Isaac's body language, again, it's with the body language, also makes him out to be somewhat nerdy or frightened, which is unlike Moonlight most of the time. This same personality we see also has a British accent by Oscar Isaac. This scene also seems to take place in England. I believe that Marvel Studios are taking a direction with the Stephen and Jake personalities in this show, to be honest. Agreeing what we're saying. The reason I believe Mark's mm-hmm. origins and histories won't steer too far from the comics is based on what Kevin Feige has previously said about the origins of Moon Knight. His wording implies that he will still die in the desert as a merc under the statue of Conchu where he's reborn. This leaves us, leaves us to Stephen or Jake. The reason I believe this is Jake? First of all, he may be actually stealing this from the museum rather than working there. I doubt Stephen would be thieving around like a cab driver. If Jake Lockley isn't an archaeologist or museum curator in these scenes, then I personally believe he'll just be a struggling London cabbie. I think that will stick to Stephen being a millionaire, though. The shot where Moon Knight's face isn't visible, as he uh, he has one hand on uh, some type of floor, might actually be set in New York towards the end of the show. Based on previous concept art, leaked photos, and other shots from the teaser, I don't believe the suit in this shot I am referring to is the same. This suit looks much cleaner and custom-made rather than raggedy and mummy-ish. Also, the background almost looks like the architecture of a modern mansion that someone like Stephen Grant would buy in real life. As of right now, it's kind of unclear who the villain is. Based on the fact that some of this seems to be set in a museum, they could introduce Midnight Man, which we know is is a confirmed thing. Um, There are also rumours of Dracula, Sun King, um, and possibly more gods or foes. Here is why he might be fighting a more godly villain in the show. Uh, And uh, Saltified then um, talks about that synopsis, Noel, that you had. Um, mm, yep. Yes. Uh, and so th- they mention they'll be thrusted into a deadly war of the gods. Uh, this hints we could see Amon Ra, Seth, or possibly Conchi himself as the main villain. I'm really confused on who the villain is, but we know that Ethan Hawke will play a major antagonist on the show, and this te- teaser has me even more flabbergasted. Lastly, Moon Knight most definitely has powers. I am actually happy with this since it allows Moon Knight to be a more formidable threat to bad guys and would get recognition from the Avengers when he crosses over to them. Not only are his moon phase powers really interesting, but we can get the cool visuals of him jumping across buildings like at the ending of the main teaser. 
Uh, yep. Yeah. Sorry if anything I said didn't make any sense, by the way. Saltified. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much covering basically our whole discussion. So well done, Saltified. <laughs> uh, you've, you've done it in a, a much more succinct manner. Uh, but for sure, uh, the body language, the nerdiness, uh, <laughs> the nerdiness. Um, well, he doesn't have that, you know, like sorry? Mark Spector swagger from the comics. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. Everyone's kind of noticing that. and. Yep. and Oscar Isaac is a really good actor. He 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 knows how to He's putting, play yeah his body language and all that stuff. And it's you know, for sure it, he looks terrified through most of the. He does, yeah, and his, his haircut kind of gives a bit of that as well. He's got a, a bit of a foppish kind of look to it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, and also the costume. Uh, so Saltified um, is banking on it being two main costumes, which again we could see the costume develop at least. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, what's that, Noel? I said, yeah, at least two costumes. Yeah, exactly, at least two. Um, I'd, as we wrap up, any final thoughts, Orion, before we go? Uh, a huge thank you for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Um, my final thoughts is I cannot wait to see the merchandise. Oh, me too. <laughs> Action figures, baby. Come on. Yeah, okay. we're, we are for sure getting Marvel Legends. I, Come on. I'm absolutely 100% certain of that. I'm crossing my fingers for a Hot Toys because I just Ooh. got my Hot Toys Venom and he needs himself a, a Moonlight. Oh, very nice. <laughs> and Noel, we, we've got to do an unpacking again of Marvel Legends mm. and, and give the listeners 30 seconds of crinkly plastic. <laughs> you know? I have my one Moon Knight toy, you fucking animals. <laughs> I don't <even> know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Noel, uh, any final thoughts on the on this teaser? Uh, no, it's exciting. I have so many theories going through my head, but I don't... Mm. I'm, I would advise anybody else to. You can have... Th- theory crafting is fun and we can all think we want, but... If it's not exactly what you have in your head, just sit back and enjoy the ride. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of fucking nerds, chill out and have a fun time <laughs> watching the show. Yeah, we're getting a Moon Knight show, so you know, just yeah. Yeah, you know, I went on a bit of count, count your blessings. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I went on a bit of a rant. If he doesn't cut somebody's face off, oh, so yeah. the fuck yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. I went on a bit of a rant to some people about you know online chatter, but exactly. Look, we're yeah. getting it, so it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, Ryan, before we go, anything you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to um, shout out to the listeners out there? Um, only that uh, tomorrow, um, that'd be uh, Sunday, the, uh, what is 14, the day is it right 15, now? Yeah, I can't, I can't. <laughs> yeah, the 15th, I don't know what day it is anymore. Um, uh, on We Are Venom May, we're going to be recording our next episode. We've had a bit of nice. a, uh, like, a couple of month hiatus, but um, we're returning. We're going to be um, covering the last three issues of Extreme Carnage as well as the first issue of the new Venom series with Al Ewing, Ooh. Ram V, and Brian Hitch. Very cool. Awesome. I'm going to have to jump onto that. I love Al Ewing's writing. So, uh, And Brian Hitch, good artist. Artist as well. Um, Noel, any other, any other little projects you might have in the wings? No? Uh... Is this what? <laughs> when, when are you, you're going on tomes, aren't you? Oh, is that? yeah, okay. the tomes, tomes of evil podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, Russell will be surrounded by the velvet drapes. Yes, the velvet drapes. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Sometime ne- next month we'll be recording, and cool. Russ seems to be releasing relatively soon since he doesn't do a lot of editing. <laughs> um, 
he, he just throws them out there, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to hear the end of his conversation with, um, who, I was listening back to his summer of interviews that he did this past summer of some comic creators. Yeah. And he just left like the last like couple minutes of t- after talking to JMD Mateus. Oh, and they were just like, okay, that was, that was good. Oh, thanks for finally making this work. Okay. <laughs> well, we can talk about it. And I was like, I love this. This is like un- some un- raw, uncut <laughs> tomes of evil. <laughs> well, be prepared, uh, Noel. You've got to check yourself or maybe don't check yourself when you're on there. Say what you like. No, yeah. Well, yeah. And we're going to be, we're going to be covering the Green Goblin yes. and we'll be making lots of jokes. Oh. Uh, and then it sounds like uh, I'm going to blow it here, even though, um, mm-hmm. Maybe Russell won't be so happy with me, but uh, in a few months out, we're going to be covering um, the Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky sex criminals Ooh, comics. Nice, yes, that will be something to look forward to. Go check it out. Terms of Evil will be on the show in the show notes as are uh, We Are Venomaniacs. Uh, next phase, loonies. Uh, we're we're still blessed with more good goodies. Yay! A uh, <laughs> new comic book day. Uh, so Rebecca and I, the two high priests, will will be covering Jed McKay's latest issue. Uh, issue five, uh, where they reveal the big bad, which some of you may know already from the previews. Uh, so very exciting mm, stuff. Or is it a trick? Oh, sorry, it was, is it a trick? Is it is it a trick? You don't know. Yes, you can't tell. I, I see Jed McKay like shuffling cards on on a street. Um, uh, you know, he's a <laughs> he's a magician. Uh, anyway, loonies, that's it for this week. Uh, so check us out a bit later on in the week for that new comic book review. A huge thanks once again to Orion and to Noel and. Uh, and as always, everybody, oh, hang on, I should, oh my God, I should just say hello to, to the sponsors and stuff. Uh, a big thanks to mm. the Patroonies once again. Uh, again, I don't have the prompt sheet, so. Uh, Justin, Kyle. Derek, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, Derek. James, Russell, and Michael. Um, if oh, I've forgotten anyone, close. please forgive me if I've gone yeah, we're, we're going on the fly here. And also, uh, sponsors mm-hmm. again, check it on the show notes, Drew Tombs, Tombs and Lurk Music, both on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Check out Fringe Night on Patreon, patreon.com slash Fringe Night 27. Uh, big thanks once again to Seal Z Comics and, uh, and uh, Dreamland Comics. And I think that's it. And we're part of the collective, like we are Venomaniacs and Tomes of Evil. So We are Venomaniacs. Yes, so check that all out. And just contact us. We love hearing from you. Thank you so much, everyone that's left feedback and voicemails. Uh, please. Please, more voicemails. Please, please. Do, please. please. Just prank us. They're really fun. Just prank us even. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Fart in the mic for a half hour like you're a member of the Descendants or something. We'll play it. <laughs> that's it. I will play it. Uh, so with that, Loonies, once again, may Conchie watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Goodbye. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.